Today's show is sponsored by Miracle Made. And oh my God, you guys, you know that I love a luxurious set of sheets. And I now have such a set of sheets because of a miracle made. They are bedding that has been inspired by NASA. They've got silver infused fabrics that actually make temperature regulating a thing. Uh, so you're not like getting too hot or too cold or whatever, you know, the whole thing that happens with your body's temperature losing its mind. Miracle made helps with that. One of the little things that my husband particularly loves about Miracle Made is that it like doesn't have as much bacteria as regular sheets because of it's infused with this silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. So it leaves the sheets cleaner for longer. And then the thing for my husband is that it doesn't give him acne, which is like an issue for some people. But more than all of that, it's just luxuriously comfortable and delightful. And it has that cooling feeling while also being cozy. Very hard to achieve those two things at the same time. I mean, miracle made, come on, well done. So here's what I think you should do. I think you should go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and buy some sheets today. And if you order today, you can save 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation at the checkout and you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. So there's just a lot of savings here, folks. Order today, you'll get 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation. And Miracle's so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, which I don't see happening, um, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and use the code fake the nation to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash fake the nation to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fake the Nation, episode 326. Hello, hello, this is Fake the Nation, where we talk about news, we talk about culture, and where we all go apple picking. Folks, it's happened to me, your host, Nagin Farsad. I've become the kind of person who goes apple picking, and I gotta be honest, it was delightful. I can see why this region of the country does that kind of thing. As a child, I just thought it was like a fake thing that happened in the movies. Uh, I didn't know that, because I grew up in Southern California, where wearing we do not apple pick in that fashion. Um, but, uh, uh, this was lovely, and today we're not going to talk about apples, but we will talk about the pumpkinification of all things. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about Herschel Walker, who is a, a pumpkin in many ways. Uh, we'll also talk about slogans the Democrats might be using in the midterms and Kanye West's latest bombastic utterances today. Oh, the panel today. Folks, you have no idea. This panel, this panel is incredible. Um, you have uh, seen her everywhere. I mean, she's been on all of the everythings of television. Um, but, you know, tonight, if you're in Provincetown on Thursday night, you can see her performing comedy. Uh, you can see her in Fort Lauderdale on October 22nd. You can see her in, in East Greenwich in Rhode Island on November 5th. 
Rhode Island, I know you're listening. Um, it is the wonderful Judy Gold. Hey, Judy. Hello, hello. And by the way, go to judygold.com so you can find out all these dates in Provincetown, Fort Lauderdale, and East Greenwich, Rhode Island. Uh, definitely go do that um, for just a wonderful, wonderful, and unforgettable night of comedy in your life because that's what everybody needs. And then this other panelist we have on for the first time i'm so excited because she has a brand making new album out it's called uh dog show and it is available wherever comedy albums can be downloaded for example her website but also all of the other places um so i'm so excited to to download this album and give it a listen i hope you join me and now i would like to welcome Subba Agarwal. Hey, Subba. Hi. Thanks for having me. Uh, so excited to have you both on. Just before we get into the show, I want to remind listeners um, that by going to patreon.com slash Dagin Farsad, you could support the show if the show has been meaningful to you. If you get stressed out when you think there isn't a new episode and you have a couple of bucks to spare um, for as little as a $4 a month, you get bonus episodes. Uh, one just dropped about the phenomenon where you find out your ex is still using your Netflix password. And we found out that one of the passwords was that X uh, not just the phenomenon of you being like someone is using my password, but you are the one using it. Uh, so um, tune in to uh, to to hear about that shame, that particular shame. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Nagin Farsad uh, to join in on all of the fun. And now let's get into it with topic number one. Herschel Walker is running for Senate from the great state of Georgia on the GOP ticket against incumbent Senator Raphael Warnock. We've talked about him before. He's lied about degrees that he got. He's lied about being a cop. He's lied about a bunch of stuff that's really easily verifiable. So it's super weird. Um, But his most recent scandal is that an ex-girlfriend came forward with evidence that he had paid for and fully supported an abortion, which is obviously fine. Except that Walker supports a full ban on abortions without exceptions. Um, Now, okay, I guess my question is, what did you make of this lie? Abortion is such a single issue for issue for some Republicans, Um, for example, evangelicals. Uh, How how has he weathered this lie? What did you think of this scandal? First of all, I must say. I did an episode of Rachel. Well, I did a whole series. There's a series, Rachel versus Guy on the Food Network. And I did it with Herschel Walker. Um, What? Yes. (laughs) So this was years ago. uh, And he actually won. His chicken wings won. And it was really annoying. But anyway, (laughs) I never thought. I know. So I have met him. I thought, okay, he's a nice guy. If I could describe him in... um, in in auditory terms, it would be dum dum dum. So here's the thing: these people yeah. are so hypocritical. They are. It's so annoying. They care about power more than truth, more than anything else. They and the fact that I they picked a black man and are using him against a real pastor, like they're using religion. And he is such a liar. It, it's he, and this yeah. Whole... And again, that's a really important thing to bring up. What is really interesting about this race is that he's running against Raphael Warnock, who is a, you know uh, an incumbent senator at this point um, on the Democratic ticket, and he is a pastor at the Ebenezer Baptist Church where Martin Luther that carries the mantle of Martin Luther King. And so it's weird that there's a 
pastor in this in this race, but religion is being touted as being on the side of Herschel Walker. You know, and 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 Raphael Warnock's position is that he believes in a woman's right to choose, and he also uh, believes in the sanctity of life, but that those two things are not incompatible. So, um, so yeah, so it is a really interesting. It, it's it's an interesting way for evangelicals to be hypocritical when it comes to Christianity. Uh, beyond beyond dot com, I can't. I'm. It's so annoying. It just. It is. Nagin, I can't, I, I, uh, whatever, I don't even, don't even talk to me. It's, I can't, it's, it's so <laughs> aggravating to me that he will lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and they, and they will just cover it up and they, oh, and this is the other thing. And then I'm talking too much, but the fact that every time I put on the meet, like I was watching uh, face the nation and meet the press on Sunday and, and they don't pressure them when their opponents say, well, Warnock believes in uh, abortion up until birth. And no one says, no, they don't. No one believes in abortion up until birth. They no just say, well, that, that's yeah. not the question I asked. So it's, you know, it's really, it's just, it, it's aggravating it all over. Sorry. Uh, Subba, what do you think? Uh, yeah, no, it's insane to have the evangelicals, uh, backing Herschel Walker like those chicken wings on Guy versus Rachel are the closest that yeah. man is getting to heaven uh he's done <laughs> <laughs> so many like just the hypocrisy and it's like nowhere I mean I'm not Christian I wasn't raised in Christianity but I'm pretty confident none of God's workers were like okay but like he sucks <laughs> <laughs> but he's doing it. I think that's literally called making a deal with the devil. Like that type of compromising where it's like, we got it done. But we had to make a deal with the devil. Like there's no way this is like. Okay. But okay. I, and and absolutely. That's, I think that's, it, it totally makes sense to look at it that way. But let me play devil's advocate mm -hmm. here and, and, and talk about. So Herschel Walker did this really weird thing where he was like, um, I, she's lying. I never paid for an abortion, N never mind the fact that this ex-girlfriend provided, like, receipts and, like, literal evidence and a note that he hand-wrote and all this stuff, um, wishing her well after And his son! His son! Yeah, and his son came came out and just like, no, I, uh, my dad's a liar, obviously, whatever. So, okay, so forgetting all of that, um, he's, he's, so he's, he's done two things. One, he said that that woman is lying, but that if I did it, it doesn't matter because I was forgiven. Uh, God right. for forgives me and right. all that stuff. So, so my question is, what, where is your, like, where are you, like, if you, if forgiveness is a part of your faith, or if you can imagine forgiveness being a part of your faith, can, is forgiveness about, like, this kind of thing, lying about this kind of thing, and then having the opposition about this kind of thing, does that all, maybe it does fall within the I realm mean, of forgiveness and it's okay. I guess, but it's like he would have had to have owned that. Like, how much? Yes. Right. From the beginning. Yes. From the beginning. Saba is completely <laughs> correct. You can't forgive a lie. He's lying. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. If someone admits something, you say, you know, like, look, I'm really sorry. I did this, but I've learned. Then you say, you know what? You're forgiven. What are we forgiving him for? Yeah. Just lying right. and complete a sentence. Complete 
a sentence. Also complete a sentence, which I think is a really great point for anyone who's thinking of voting for him. If he could <laughs> just on a stage somewhere prove the sentence formation part of the job, that would be, I think, a really good one. Aside from the lying. Um, sorry, also, somebody you were going to say. Oh, sorry, Subba. No, no, I was just going to say you can't keep forgiving. It's like forgiving for the lie and then forgiving for the abortion and then forgiving for asking for forgiveness too late. Like, there's only so much. <laughs> like, it's also there's a lot of lies. Yeah. I mean, I would also say this is one of like, I mean, I haven't counted how oh, many Oh, that lies, he but graduated these let's colleges say, and owned right, exactly. these companies. The gra- I mean, it's really, it's also weird. Again, like so, cur- so curious that you met him, Judy. But it's so weird to be the kind of like if I just walked around being like I'm a Rhodes Scholar or something <laughs> like that. Be right. Such like everyone I think would like actually, look Nadine, it up. Pe- no, people would believe that. I would believe actually. that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm flattered. Yes, but it's yes. but it but I even some even a believable person, even a talented <laughs> Mr. Ripley, cannot go around being like I'm a Rhodes Scholar because it's easily like right. looked up. Like but, you can't but, lie about things that are easy to look up. If you say you went to a college, it takes right, two Google. minutes to verify that. Google. And so <laughs> I I'm just shocked by the amount um, of of lying. Um, and then and the and so in that sense, it's like not at all surprising that the lying has entered this this the realm of 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 this one major issue now um now my question for you both is if it if the tables were turned and you know there was a thing let's say Raphael Warnock I don't know let's say Raphael Warnock or Raphael Schmornock let's not associate him with <laughs> oh, any kind I, of he's hypothetical my rabbi. situation he's my rabbi <laughs> right <laughs> yes. what if right yeah what if you know what if what if he comes out as just like um he like bought a bunch of illegal guns and totally loves uh, shooting puppies. What if, <laughs> and like what you know? We what already if, have that in but, Pennsylvania. But, but that I'm forgiven. But that he's forgiven. Like where you know, if the tables were turned and it was a Democratic candidate, like what is your level uh, in terms of winning? How much leeway are you giving to people in terms of winning? I I understand. I've I've voted more than. The, probably the two of you combined because I'm so old. Um, <laughs> and yes, there were there were a plenty of Democrats who did crappy things and were eliminated from the race. You know, we tend to do this thing where, you know, look what we did to Al Franken. Mm. You know, um, yeah. we yeah, eat pretty, our own. We're pretty merciless. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I don't I think we would do another really stupid thing. But I think the saddest part of this whole Herschel Walker thing is, is that they're using him. And it's so obvious. They know they can manipulate him. And he's like a robot for them. Say this, say that. You'll be you'll be a senator and you'll just say whatever we want because you don't know how to think or, you know, you, you, you know nothing like like. Trump was also, ugh, I hate even saying that word, was also, a, let's get him, we can manipulate him and have him do whatever we want. And it's so obvious. Uh, so that- are you are you voting for someone, a Democrat, even if they did something bad so you can win? <sighs> That's right. Uh, if it, if it, ha- <laughs> yes, if it has to do with saving Roe v. Wade mm. or, or if it has, to, it depends on my issues. My issues are women's rights climate lgbtq rights um you know yeah i i'm upset about the economy i i really don't care i mean i don't pay attention to that but you know i'm sorry my my issues 
or, or what I vote on. Where are you at, Sibba? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would probably still have to vote for them with Roe v. Wade on the ballot, but then I would do everything I could and, like, work or, like, vote in the primary, try and get them unseated. I don't feel like that same effort goes on behind the scenes or this behavior wouldn't continue to be rewarded. Like, if after um, Trump or whoever had gotten elected, if they had been like, okay, we're going to make this compromise, but now we're going to go into the primaries and get rid of all of these other garbage can't, that didn't happen. Right, that didn't. So, and that's, I think that's the, the crazy thing. It's not, I guess, it's not surprising to me that evangelicals are sticking by him because it's in their this is one of their issues in their mind it supersedes a shitty candidate right like so if we think about it that way it makes sense that they're doing that and then what doesn't make sense though it's it's like what you were saying so is that behind the scenes during the primary blah 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 they should not have backed this person it was clear from a long time yeah. it was clear from rachel and hot wings or whatever <laughs> Yeah. They should not have. <laughs> Rachel you know versus I mean? Guy. Yeah. I mean, he was Rachel. just he was just a football. You know, he's a celebrity. And, and which we, is great. A lot of like yeah. smart people are football players. It's just like right. it's just, this is not one of them. Yeah. Right. Whatever. OK. No. And I'm sure, you know, I'm not or or he's just not good at like letting anyone else see his intellect. Or people okay, don't whatever. care. They don't it's care. Really yeah, that yeah, people yeah, don't yeah, care. Yeah, they don't yeah. read. They don't do their due diligence. They don't know. They watch like fake Fox News, which is an entertainment news program. They do not care. But also it's like, I I mean, obviously I'm fully for if you're a full formed adult, you have to be held accountable regardless. It's like, okay, I'm going to definitely hold you accountable for your actions. But there is a piece in me that goes, well, I mean, we've literally allowed the infrastructure for this cult to be built. Like, we allowed all of these media mergers to occur, even though it could have been struck down. We allowed the consolidation of, oh God, uh, what is it, Sinclair Media, which if you look right. into is super depressing. Right. Like, we don't have the same rules that somebody like uh, England does around the way news has to be presented. Yes. We've allowed social media companies to run wild as opposed to reining them again in again with mergers and misinformation and these horrible algorithms like we've allowed this to happen and this is like a really powerful brainwashing tool and i'm like man you know because there's a lot of like quote-unquote centrist democrats that have been like super pro-business which um pro-business isn't a thing everybody wants business to work everybody wants money and everybody wants a job they've been like pro-elite uh and it's yeah i mean it's not surprising i think it's also just piggybacking on what you're saying so is that The one huge problem is Citizens United. Mm. That is the problem. Which is a big, big, big. Yeah, I agree. That's like kind of the chicken and the egg or whatever. Right. Mm. Okay. Well, folks, let me know. What do you think? Um, I don't know. Where are your limits? Where are your limits? You know what I mean? (laughs) When it comes to a shitty candidate. Uh, I'm so curious to hear. Hit me up on all of the social media that we've allowed to run wild uh, through um, a lack of government intervention. Okay. (laughs) Now uh, let's take a quick break and hear about our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll continue talking. Today's show is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app 
that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending. It helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. I have used Rocket Money. And you guys, honestly, I had no idea how many things I was subscribing to that I didn't want to be subscribing to. I think we all go into, we enter into subscriptions with a Pollyanna view that we're going to use as a subscription, even though it's a super obscure, you know, educational app from Albania that uh, teaches Russian math or whatever. And then you're like, I'm never going to use this. Why did I get it? I should remember to cancel it. And then you don't. And I know you guys are like me and I know you've done this to yourselves. And guess what? 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgotten about. So we're all in this bucket. And I think paying for that stuff is so angering and Rocket Money is there to help because basically Rocket Money shows you, hey, look at this is what all the things you are subscribed to. But then here's the bigger thing. To unsubscribe, you don't have to go through the whole rigmarole. Rocket Money unsubscribes for you with a click of a button. It's so easy. The other thing Rocket Money did for me, which I was incredibly grateful for, was reduce the cost of one of my bills. It was my cable bill. Yes, I still have cable. Rocket Money has over 5 million users that have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. I mean, tracks for me and for the number of things I was paying for that I'm frankly ashamed of. So thank you, Rocket Money, for like fixing the shame glaze on my life. Uh, so stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation, you guys. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to, you know, solving a problem and you realize that mm -hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a, yeah. a professional to deal with it right off the bat. You can easily injure and or maim yourself as well. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. You just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie.com. Thank you. 
We want to tell you about a podcast we think you're going to love. It's called See the Thing Is, and it's hosted by Grammy Award-winning R&B artist Bridget Kelly and media personality Mandy B. Every week, Bridget Kelly and Mandy B offer grown, honest, and slightly toxic perspectives on all things music, pop culture, and of course, dating and relationships, which is my fave. Do you have a hard time finding new music? Are you a millennial who misses what life was like in the 2000s? Are you interested in multiple perspectives on relationships? and dating? Are you interested in a non-male bashing podcast that holds both sexes accountable? See, the thing is, is a podcast that allows space for a wide range of thoughts and emotions. Most recently, the ladies sat down with Big Frida and Chloe Bailey and just huge names. Van Lathan, who's one of my favorite people to listen to, to chat about movies. So the conversations they're having are phenomenal. Join Bridget and Mandy every week as they update you on everything going on in the world with their polarizing hot takes. Subscribe to See The Thing Is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Friday. We are back. And before we get into the next topic, I just want to give a quick shout out to Iranian schoolgirls and their widespread protests of the regime. That's right. I said schoolgirls. Think about what you had to do when you were in a kid in school. Uh, did you have to change your government? Because that's literally what they have to do. And by the way, the education minister said that to many or some, I, I don't know how many uh, reports are unclear uh, of these girls are being held at, quote, psychological centers with the aim of, quote, reforming and educating them. Um, to make sure that they don't turn into, quote, antisocial characters. So that's what's happening in Iran. Um, you know, uh, please uh, stand by, Iranian women. And thanks so much for everyone's interest in the topic last week. And I'm just going to keep giving updates as the situation continues. And it's it's so heartbreaking and hopeful and scary and great all at the same time. Very interesting uh, situation going on in Iran. Now let us move on into topic number two. So Democrat Val Deming is running against Marco Rubio in the Florida Senate race. She's run five separate TV ads where she's in uniform featuring the claim that violent crime fell by 40% while she was police chief. She's also one of 207 House Democrats who recently voted for the Invest to Protect Act, which is a bipartisan bill uh, meant to increase funding for local police departments. So here's the deal. There's a ton of Democrats who are working against the defund the police slogan and turning on turning it on its head with a basic kind of like fund the police message. What do you what do you think of this tactic or is it not a tactic? Is it just like a sincere ass message? Uh, what do you think, Suba? Um, I, I think it's definitely a tactic because, I mean, if you look at the data, like I'm not talking about political data, just the facts like crime is up everywhere, even in Republican states, even in super um, police, like militarized systems, like crime is up. And that's a reflection of the pandemic, of people suffering, of other root causes. So like increasing these police budgets, which they have not been slashed again. So there's been no slash uh, in police budgets uh, in conservative states. Crime is up more so than often than a lot of Democratic cities. So if you look at these numbers, like there's no logic. It's just like this guttural, emotional fear response that they're playing into. So and these people are smart enough to know they're just trying to win a seat. They're trying to hold on to power because they're so scared of that um, state law and order message, which, by the way, is, has a super racist history behind it. If you look into Reagan and that administration and it's just like it's so 
heartbreaking to see because it's policing is such a problem in America. Like it's such a broken system and people were finally like willing to admit it on a larger scale. And then it was just this immediate like retraction. And it's just, man, it's scary to wonder if we'll ever be able to fix this, you know? Um, Judy, what do you think? You know, I think that, you know, we do have a really big issue uh, as far as uh, policing in this country. But I think there's also an element of semantics here that, mm. you know, that the defund the police is is the equivalent of I am pro-life. You know, it's it's that they got they got that 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 that, that terminology, saying, you yeah. know, that the terminology exactly uh, that just automatically makes you think blank. Mm, right, um, right. So when you say defund the police, it doesn't mean we're defunding them. It means that we're putting money into other services, uh, yeah. services that will help c- with crime. Because mm-hmm. because obviously, you know, somebody's talking about the policing problem. Okay, so we we've done some research. We realize that, you know, police probably shouldn't, always you know respond to domestic violence Mm -hmm. like that that we should have other skilled people either with them or handling this and the messaging is so off and um you know i i know i have kids in my in their 20s and i know they're friends of color um you know henry used to just tell me he went to indiana university his best friend DeAndre, his roommate, when they would go to the airport, uh, DeAndre would have to take a different route if he was by himself in the car um, because there was such a heavy KKK area. You know, uh, you know, I worry about my kids. I can't imagine, you know, being a a black mother, a mother of color or a mother with a child of color. Um and and giving them the car and the car keys and just praying, you know, you come home safe. It's it's really really awful. And and I feel like we don't get our messaging out. And again, we talk about social media, which it, it perpetuates all this bullshit. And I I really feel like there's that whole thing, that whole idea where it's like, oh, if you want to reform the system, you're not supporting police. And that's not true. Like, I mean, there's this whole thing going on. um, I forget the exact details, but this police officer died in this quote unquote training exercise. And now there's a lawsuit going on because there's like he was about to testify against other officers uh, in a sexual assault thing that was happening. So, and it's like, you're not supporting these cops, these good cops that you call heroes by allowing a completely unchecked, unaccountable system. Like, and there have been people from the inside who have wanted to do the right thing, who have wanted to make reforms. Um, and like these police unions arguing to get people reinstated after so they police officers have been fired. Like, you're not supporting those officers who are in there trying to do the good work. Like, that's not a positive work environment to be a part of. So it actually isn't supporting the police at all to sit there and be like, no, everything they do is correct. Everything this organization is doing is correct. That's that's not supporting them. And they're not all bad. They're not all bad. You know, there was just a story about this. Uh, I guess a, a father was either 
I don't know, he did something petty to get his kid fed. And the police officer was called and he said, come with me. And he went and bought him whatever he needed. Right. Yes. For the, the child. You know, they're not all bad, but, you know, the way it is portrayed, it's. And you're right. I mean, look at George Floyd. Look at um, Tamir Wright. I mean, I wonder, too, like, I think you're, I mean, you know, Judy, you talked about, like, the semantics problem we're facing. It's also just that, like, it's the Democrats are a big tent party that Mm -hmm. let a lot of people in. Mm -hmm. Like, that's been the thing for decades now. And what's great about that is that a lot of people can find themselves in the party, right? right? The problem with that is that we are not in lockstep when it comes to messaging almost ever. And so it's, I think, like, for example, the the bill almost, I just mentioned, yeah. the, <laughs> the bill I just mentioned that 207 House Democrats voted for, it's called the Invest to Protect Act. And the idea was to get in the House a bunch of Congress people to be able to say, I supported this thing. Who knows what the Senate will do, but I supported this thing and it will give cops more money. But the uh, the other funny thing, and this is, I think, what's brilliant about that particular act is that it's also doing exactly what you're talking about, Subba, where it's like getting money to other social services. It's doing the thing that progressives want, which is that money not all the money should go to the act of policing. When the crime problem isn't always about policing, it's about other root causes. Let the money go to those root causes um, and to other mental health issues that, that results in some kind of criminality. So, so that's the thing What the, you know, so it's again, it's like, let's that's great if if we need to talk about on tv and online and in print or whatever um yeah i supported a bill that gets more money to cops period don't say anything more because that doesn't necessarily help in the voting booth because i think part of the thing that happens is like strategery if that's a word strategery vanishes sometimes and we get too fixated on like get don't get all the book don't get all the clause 43 of subsection 8 into the speech it doesn't need to be in the speech like i think it's okay if we're just like right what i want is to fund the police more um you know and 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 and, and also explore other options of of things that might be adding to the to 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 our problem with the crime rates that's not a crazy statement that anyone would ever disagree with who's a swing voter Um, but we just like have a problem i think with just messaging sometimes i think a lot of people are super fucking reasonable about this and then have a problem with i have a question for you for both of you do you think that the difference between a left-wing uh democrat and a right a, a right Democrat and a left uh, Republican and a right Republican. Okay. Mm-hmm. Conservative Republican, non Do you think that the di- difference is way more vast in the Democratic Party? Because I do. I, I think. Oh, interesting. That's what okay. I, I think when, when you were saying that, it sort of made me feel like you're right. We do let people in and they are, uh, you know, are they are disagreements are huge the in that democratic party that's right so it's a wider band of disagreement yeah i mean there are anti-choice democrats so it's like yeah right and i and i think and that's where the semantics comes in where you're trying to please this entire party but there's so 
And honestly, yeah. I don't even think it, like there's, I think, very few anti-choice Democrats. I think it were more likely to do the, the, the band of disagreement is more likely to happen, I think, when it comes to stuff like policing or like there's like, you know, a band of Democrats that are oddly like n- weird about the Ukraine war, right. uh, the war in Ukraine, right? Like stuff like that. I think they're, I think we're likely to have more disagreements when it comes to some of those issues. Um, I just want to point out what, to you guys, just it, it's something interesting because it made me mad. So I'm just going to share it with everybody. Uh, Robert Kennedy, Senator of Louisiana, he's also a Republican. He said, if you hate cops John, just because John they're Kennedy. cops. Sorry, John Kennedy. Is that his name? Yeah. Isn't it Robert Kennedy? Did no. I make that... I think I always get it confused anyways because of the Kennedy last name. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But the Louisiana senator said he he said if you hate cops just because they're cops, the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. So that's the kind of language they're using. And then here's another one. Um they sent out ba- mailers about Mandela Barnes in the Wisconsin race and in those uh, mailers they darkened, darkened his, his skin. skin yeah. Um, and superimposed his name next to images of crime scenes uh, just to really, like, drive home the point about Mandela Barnes uh, being a black man and crime and all of that. And these subtle things that are not at all subtle um, are also effective, you know what I mean? So um, if you're out there in Wisconsin uh, and and if you're out there in uh, Florida, you know, Val Demings, Mandela Barnes, like John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, these people need your support. These are very intense races going yeah, on. Yeah, and they especially really Val Demings, who is a who is a police officer or was a police officer, yeah. who police and, chief. Yeah. And it's again, it's like in the Herschel Walker race using crime against someone whose job was literally crime. It's insane. Making. And the, it's insane that it works. It is insane that, you know, people cannot see beyond this and they don't want to. Yeah. Uh, um, So my last question for you guys on this is like we won in Kansas um, on abortion. We won in special elections in Alaska and upstate New York, largely highlighting abortion. Uh, Do you think abortion has lost its luster for these midterm races or do you think – women are still going to be gung-ho about voting on this issue. I um, was alive when Roe v. Wade passed. Um, And, you know, I am from a generation where, you know, my mother and her friends were having, you know, kitchen table, horrible, you know, the stories were, were unreal. And... I think this is a huge issue. I do not think women are packing down. And I th- I look at Iran and and I it's it's the parallels mm. of women saying, you know, enough is enough. And and for me, um who's been, you know, my mother was pro-choice and she volunteered for, you know, Jewish Family Services, which was a pro-choice uh organization. And you know, always voted pro-choice. And I do feel like this is an assault on our rights. Uh, And I think, no, I think women are very invigorated. I think that they're angry. I don't think it's going away. Um, Folks, let me know what you think. Uh, How are you support? If you live in those states, 
how are you supporting your Democratic Senate candidates in those states? Um, let me know. And I'll um, also amplify that uh, message here on Fake the Nation. All right. Let us move into topic number three. We're going to dip into the cultural grab bag for two totally incongruous items. First up, Kanye West was locked out of his Twitter account after posting a tweet that read, I'm a bit sleepy tonight and when I wake up, I'm going to I'm going death con three on Jewish people. The funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew, which is a weird way of saying that. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone, whoever opposes your agenda. Okay grammar issues aside uh he also went on youtube um on a youtube show that was scrapped for promoting more hate speech uh he went on tucker carlson they cut out the part of the speech where he was also saying some we don't uh some crazy things uh i mean the guy is on a roll is what i'm saying what are we supposed to do with kanye stop paying attention to him if you it's like uh it's literally like If you don't look at him, he'll go away. Like, that's how I feel about every celebrity where it's like, oh, this is a huge issue. And I'm like, stop feeding into the media cycle and giving him attention for doing those things because it makes it it exacerbates it. It makes it so much worse. I think, like, obviously having social media companies that are willing to do things like and again, it really I don't know. I don't know if it should be their call or again if there should be more regulations around things like this but having them deplatform hate speech quietly pulling that like information off of the internet and just like letting these people fizzle out because i feel like the more the more we look at it and the more we like sensationalize it uh right right the right, worse right. it's gonna get it's weird because i sort of thought I guess I wonder why he gets so much attention in the. Fr- I mean, I get that he had a bunch of great albums, but I'm kind of like, that's it. I don't well, know. That, Is that, that goes I'm to- always shocked by how much attention. I mean, marrying Kim Kardashian, I guess, was another big. I don't know. I'm just like shocked that anyone cares because right because but- he's obviously like not well. And so, what is he yeah. even saying that that is important to anyone? to our lives as Americans. And, and and this is not even, it's like not attached to the a great tune that we get to dance to on the dance floor. It's like, it's, there's nothing, it's like attached to nothing. It's like, why are we even, uh, yeah, Judy? Well, uh, you know, it's, it's funny as a Jew, I, I've been seeing the rise of anti-Semitism. It's definitely been off the charts. He has more followers than there are Jews in the United States of America. We are right. we are two percent of the population in the United States, and we're two tenths of the population in the world. And, but you're like ninety percent of his tweets, <laughs> right? And so that's a fake it, number. I made it. But because it is, it's been so awful. Uh, and you know, I you talk to children of Holocaust survivors and Holocaust survivors. I had one on my podcast. The 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 temperature here in this country now, it really does mirror uh, what was happening in Germany uh, and 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 this dictator, uh, you know, just um, appealing to this lowest common denominator and blaming all blaming the Jews. It's the oldest hate there is. So it's it is dangerous that I think the problem is. That, yes, he's mentally ill and, yes, he's an idiot, but people still do business with him. Mm -hmm. And it is his speech is 
dangerous. And we saw it. Look, look what happened with um, the comedian who got the beer thrown at her. It's like people are yeah. really losing their fucking and minds. And also, I, just, I want to just point out what are the things that also started off this like period of 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 talk um from him one of the things was he was in paris fashion week his line and um there was a t-shirt that said white lives matter so the other thing is like this just like really using a lot of the white supremacist stuff right uh which yeah. is just also bizarre so but what do you think i mean it is bizarre because like he went from being that guy i remember seeing on tv going george bush doesn't care about black people during yeah. uh, hurricane katrina to this completely almost like forgetting it's just all like a completely different person and it's like Regardless of what that's coming out of, whether it be mental illness or what led him down this track, the bottom line is that, yeah, he is putting out dangerous speech now, which is why I do support the deplatforming. I don't think companies should be doing business with him. Um, at a certain point, like, you just have to be like, okay, it's cool that he was this beloved figure, but what's happening now takes precedent over sneakers or whatever he's putting out that people are, like, so enamored with. It's just... It's dangerous and it's terrifying. And it's sad that that's not an instant revocation of this yeah. public figure status that people. Yeah, yeah. because it's there's yeah. we've seen in other situations like a, a more quicker, like a quicker. Oh, no, you're not a part of polite society mm -hmm. anymore because of the things that you've said. And then for some reason with him, it doesn't like the swiftness is just definitely not there. I don't know. Like we're giving him a lot of chances. And and it's interesting. Like I was reading, you know, in, in some articles, psychologists saying like, and please don't attribute these these particular political positions to him being having bipolar mm -hmm. disorder because that just because you have bipolar disorder does not mean you're in any way bigoted right yeah. so like bigotry isn't one of the symptoms of bipolar disorder so so i think that's also important to remember it's like yeah okay it might contribute to like some of the bombasticness but it doesn't you know it's it's not a, a fault um for for the the bigoted speech okay well kanye i don't know i uh, Ugh, it's just so it's, annoying stop. it's so I agree annoying stop just like yeah, yeah just let let it you know stop pay and he does it for the attention he gets the attention he wants mm -hmm. yeah true all right well let us move on into the other topic which is like i said extraordinarily incongruent with the first topic from the cultural grab bag every year we celebrate the death march to winter known as fall <laughs> and every year we unveil new and i don't know innovative question mark products that are pumpkin flavored now before i get into some of these products are either of you secret or proud uh pumpkin flavor lovers I am. I love pumpkin. I love it. I mean, look, I loved it since there was this old uh, white lady who lived behind my family and my actual grandparents were in India. So she like half adopted me and the little Pakistani Cute. girl that lived behind me and like would make us pumpkin bread. And I'm like, I don't care. I will go to bat for pumpkin, pumpkin spice. It's <laughs> delicious. I don't care if a bunch of white claw drinking, um, Erewhon shopping, bleach blonde bitches took it over. It's mine and I'm not going to let it go. <laughs> like, I will not. 
Judy, where are you on pumpkin? I love pumpkin bread and I love pumpkin, but I can't with the friggin' latte and the pump. You know, I literally bought Elisa, my lover, because she lo- like when Starbucks is with the pumpkin spice latte, she's like, oh my God! <laughs> and I got her pumpkin spice lip gloss and she could not. Have, she she's like, oh, kiss me, kiss me. I don't, I don't want to taste it. I just, I gave it to you. <laughs> I don't want it. Uh, but yeah, she's like in love with her pumpkin spice lip gloss. I, I, it's, I don't know. I've always loved pumpkin. I've always eaten pumpkin bread, but it's getting you a know, little. Can I also say I don't know what, where so, but what were you? What's your background? Um, with pumpkin? I no, your 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 ethnic. Oh, background. Indian. I'm Indian. <laughs> Indian. Okay. So I don't know where Indians are with this, but Iranians think of pumpkin as a savory thing. Yeah. So I. Yes. It's funny because like my mom will make pumpkin in a savory situation that you then eat it with rice it's like a mm. meal it's not I like dessert. that like a sweet potato kind of ish. exactly so so it's funny because like I remember when pumpkin was thrust into my consciousness in elementary school as a sweet item yeah yeah like, that's rem- what yeah I remember like also just like hiding like guys you guys know that you can like actually do this like the savory way like <laughs> I was like oh my god they don't know like they, they don't know you don't well, have to I add sugar you, to you, it I think you nailed it on the head like I think that's what's annoying for me about it too it was like I like pumpkin bread I like zucchini bread and carrot bread you know but also that you know the pumpkin pasta the they um the ravioli, pumpkin yeah, that's ravioli. That's the one that I love. That's, that's the one that I love. That right. is the pumpkin ravioli. It's so good. because it's like, because pumpkin is naturally a little sweet and then you right. throw it in a pasta situation and it's so delightful. Oh, beyond. That's the one I love because it is a, a savory use of the item. Yeah, um, but they have some... to over. Ugh. Right, right. But I do. I, oh, so here's, okay, here's a couple of things that have come out. Uh, you mentioned, um, the lip gloss that you got for your partner. <laughs> yes. There's also like you can do a pumpkin spice oil for like massage, which feels like you'd be walking down the street smelling like a bakery. Like I don't know if that I could personally yeah. handle yeah. that. Yeah. Um, there's a pumpkin spice. No, Martha Stewart got in on the action doing a pumpkin spice CBD gummy. Oh, what do God. you think? I mean, that's reasonable. It's a sweet flavor. But I feel like if you're going pumpkin spice oil, like, how are you not attacked by birds? Like, isn't that like a fear? <laughs> yeah, again, right. Like, you and just mosquitoes. Smell like a, yeah. You just smell like a pumpkin loaf. It's like, so weird. And, I'll, and I, again, and, and if massage and an oil massage situation is meant to be you know, a, a sexual situation. I just want to say, like, I have no particular interest in fucking a pumpkin loaf. You know what I mean? And if that's, you know what I mean? Like, yes. how is that a part of a sex? Like, Judy, you don't want to kiss your your partner when she's wearing the pumpkin spice right. lip gloss. It's like, yeah, because in the same way that you're right. not sexually attracted to pumpkin loaf. Right, right. I don't get Wait, it. Wait, what about, wasn't one of the items lube? What, it, Yes, one of the items is lube. Exactly to my point. I definitely don't need that. I mean, Seba, <laughs> no. where are you on the lube? Absolutely not. No, not pumpkin lube. Not, <laughs> not pumpkin lube is maybe the uh, title of this episode. 
Um, also, there's one. Uh, I it's called um, basic ass pumpkin spice latte from from Bath and Body Works. I think it's a lotion. Um, there's a deodorant, a pumpkin spice latte deodorant. And here's the other funny thing I want to point out. A lot of these are called the pumpkin spice latte X or the pumpkin la- mm. spice latte Y. Why do they bring latte into this? Why do they? Is it coffee What does latte and have to do with it? I know. I don't get it. I feel like I companies very just take any positive association you have yeah. now and then like shove it into their product. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be totally. like a Cheerios commercial and then it's three hours about your grandpa right. loving you and then it's like Cheerios. And I'm like, why? For what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All it right, should folks. All, let's do defund the pumpkin latte. <laughs> 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 Defund the pumpkin yes. latte. <laughs> I love that. All right, folks, let me know where you are. Uh, are you excited by the, the world of pumpkin spice or, or are you over it? Uh, or did you immediately stop this episode <laughs> and go buy pumpkin spice lube? <laughs> Please tell me who you are. All right. And that is the end of the show. I want to thank you guys for doing the show. It was so fun. So nice to meet you, Saba. It was nice to meet you. Oh, thank you. I mean, obviously I know who you are, so this is super cool. Very nice. Oh, please. I would love for the people of Fake the Nation to be able to follow you both in all the things that you do. Subba, where do they do that? Um, go to my website. It's just s hyphen, like s-comedy.com. And it has all my social media, my album, my web series, everything. Um, if you want to look me up directly, you can just search my name, S-U-B as in boy, H-A-H. But it's way easier to remember s-comedy. <laughs> S-Comedy, immediately download this album. Uh, if if uh, her performance on this podcast <laughs> is any indication, it will be excellent. Um, and Judy Gold, where do they find you and all the stuff you do? You know, I have a website, judygold.com. And then I have a podcast called Kill Me Now, which is wherever <laughs> you can get your podcast. And then I have my social media, which is Ju- at Judy Gold, J-E-W. Do you want to? Because I'm a Jew. Um, and all my dates and buy my book. Yes, I can say that. When they come for the comedians, we're all in trouble, um, which is soon to be a one person show. Um, and yeah, I don't know what else to tell you, but just, just yeah, folks, Provincetown, Rhode Island, uh, what was the other else date? Am Fort I? Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, definitely Catcher, in all of these places, it is a night of comedy you will not regret seeing because she's Thank so you, excellent. Nadine. You are adorable. Uh, Oh no! For real, Judy's one of the one of the people that I call if I have like legitimate questions about my comedy career because she's so goddamn helpful. On top oh, of being Nagin, a fucking yeah. legend, I'm I'm there for all the girls. Uh, the Thank guys you. were, you know, I came up in a time where all the guys took care of each other. We couldn't even work together. They would never put more than one woman on a show. Yeah. So I am there for my sisters. Any, you know, believe me, it's been a long winding (laughs) (laughs) decades of comedy figuring it out well folks you know where to find me and all the things that I do you can catch me on October 21st and 22nd in Ann Arbor and Kalamazoo for the Wait Wait Don't Tell Me stand up tour so uh, that information is on my website I've updated it theoretically so it should all be there Um, I want to thank all the people that make this show possible that's our wonderful producer Andrew McGuire our fantastic audio engineer Stephanie Aguilar our theme music is by Gabby Alter and special thanks today to Emma Foley at HeadGum who helps set up the, um, the, the studio and makes everything just 
just work ever so smoothly here at HeadGum. Uh, so thank you so much, Emma. And we'd love to hear from you all of the ideas you have for guests, ideas for segments. Uh, you can reach us at fakethenationheadgum.com. Um, also, don't forget, races to watch, electoral contests to watch. And vote. We're still taking submissions on those. That's the main thing is vote. Yes, yes, vote, vote. Vote even if you don't know what I'm talking about. Just vote. Uh, and then hopefully you'll figure it out in the booth. All right, folks, um, that is it for us. And we will be back in your earballs next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>